0: John, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Happy holidays and Merry Christmas.
0: Happy holidays to you as well. John McClain's on with us hitting NFL headlines. Phone lines are open. 615-737-1045. Any storyline you want to ask John about from across the league? It's fair game right now. Load up those phone lines. 737-1045. John, is Aaron Rodgers the lead in the lead for the MVP race right now?
1: No, Patrick Mahomes is in the lead for the MVP race. He has got the best team, the best record, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing great. But I think Mahomes is number one, Rodgers is number two, and Derrick Henry is number three.
0: After this week, Sunday Night Football, Titans at Packers. I wonder if the MVP race takes on a new look that night.
1: I think only if Derrick Henry were to lead the Titans to a victory at Lambeau Field. And one of the things I love about the way the Titans played, and I just talked about this on one of my shows here about why I think Arthur Smith is going to get a head coaching job. I read it. I listened to a thing the other day on NFL radio saying he likes to run too much. And if you hired him as a head coach, you better be prepared to run the ball a lot. And I'm thinking, He runs a lot because he's got the best running back in the league. If he didn't have the best running back in the league and he had a great quarterback, he would throw more than he ran. I thought that was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And so if the weather's bad or if it's cold or whatever, uh, the, the Titans can win that game. One of the things, and we saw it in the playoffs last year, and I just also said on my show, I think the team that has the best chance to beat the Chiefs is the Titans. And the reason is the way you beat Patrick Mahomes is you keep him on the sideline. You limit his opportunities. Teams can't do that unless they have a dominant running game. And there's only one team and one player can have a dominant running game that will affect the outcome of the day way, game the way it did it. Baltimore, New England last year, it's definitely a possibility this year. And I think I'm not picking the Titans over the Packers. I never picked the Packers to lose at Lambeau Field. But uh, I think if any team has a chance to win there or to win in Kansas City in the playoffs, it's with the Titans with Henry running the ball and Ryan Tannehill taking advantage of that to make that play-action game work so well. One thing, John,
2: is that when Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes
1: do get on the field,
2: you're obligated to touch them, and the Titan, the Titans, will not touch them. So I don't really care what Derrick Henry's doing. That when uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes will be the least afraid they've ever been playing football, ever, in terms of uh, uh, of a pass rush. I, I find it hard to believe that they'll be bowing out or, or losing at the hands of the Titans based on the Titans' rush.
1: Well, I bet you would have said that last year in Baltimore and New England, too. Maybe not for because of the defense, but nobody thought they were going to win those games, and they did. Now they have that kind of ex- playoff experience, I think will bode well. Plus, their receivers are better this year. Look at Corey Davis, how he's playing. We That's all knew terrific. Brown was going to be good, but I think the Titans just have a better offense. They had a worse defense. But, um, and that means that when Henry is playing, the other team's op- offensive possessions are limited. They're under a lot of pressure to get at least a field goal.
0: So, Paul, what you're saying is Stafford's going to play because there's no threat to injure the ribs any further. Well,
2: I, I certainly think it's a, akin to playing in bubble wrap. <laughs> John, what'd you think of. Uh, I know it was the Ravens who won last night, but I came out of that uh, terrific Monday night football game feeling pretty good about the Browns still.
1: I thought Baker Mayfield played great. The problem is um, if they had to, the weather was cold, but they didn't have that win they'd had at their last three home games when he had no touchdown passes. How would you like to bet on the Browns? And that last safety with time, Expired, trying to do the lateral, and it costs you money if you bet on the Browns. <laughs> that that's why I don't bet. FanDuel I think, refunded. I think that they, I think that they earned a lot of respect. The Browns did, but especially Mayfield. But if it's bad weather and wind, I'm not so sure he can throw because he didn't throw a touchdown pass in those three games in a row. But their running game's great, and I'll tell you what to see Lamar Jackson come out of the dressing room like Superman coming out of the phone booth and going in and leading them to that victory and what a clutch fifty yard fifty five yard field goal by Justin Tucker. It was just, you know, the, the game of the year. And I'd say it saved Baltimore. You know, Baltimore can run the ball. And I'll tell you for I'm writing a story for tomorrow how the Texans rushing offense is last in the league and it's so bad it might break the franchise record of futility in 2002 in their expansion season. And when I see these other teams like Baltimore and Cleveland in running games at nine rushing touchdowns and these holes being cleared up front, I'm thinking, my goodness, it's amazing how bad the Texans' blocking is. And I can't wait to get a new coach in here with a new line coach and a new attitude and a new scheme to so they can actually run again. I'm not saying it's going to be like Cleveland and Baltimore because they're so deep at running back, but that was old-fashioned football until it came down to the nitty-gritty and they had to fling it.
0: John McClain with us. You can join him, 615-737-1045. Chad, we need to load up those lines for John when we come back. Yes, it is time to talk to the man in black, a Hall of Famer. This is your chance to talk to John McClain, 615 615- seven three seven one oh four five seven three seven one oh four five more with john mcclain next as we continue our nfl discussion on the midday 180 delivered by edley's barbecue on 104.5 the zone titans and lions coming up this sunday at nissan stadium and today is titans ticket tuesday presented by kentucky legend be caller number five for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Titans and Lions this Sunday in the Eson Stadium. Titans Ticket Tuesday presented by Kentucky Legend. The contest line, 615-737-ZONE, 615-737-0663. Caller five wins a pair of tickets to see Titans and Lions presented by Kentucky Legend. Ryan Albanese will hook you up there with caller number five. John McClain with us. We welcome your phone calls for him at 737 1045 John, so Lamar Jackson is going to shatter Michael Vick's NFL record for rushing yards by a quarterback if he stays healthy. And we we throw that out there. That's a known fact. If he stays healthy, he's going to do, he's going to play. But Vick's record is 6,109 career rushing yards. And Jackson, in comparison, right now has nearly 2,700 yards through three seasons. But the kicker is... Vic had no more than 123 quarterback runs in a single season. Lamar Jackson has topped 123 quarterback carries in each of his three seasons already in the NFL. That He's going to shatter this, Mark, isn't he? Oh,
1: my goodness, yes, he'll shatter it. Anybody watch last night that great 44-yard run You know, Michael Vick was a running back playing quarterback. He told a story when he grew up, running back was always his position. But because he had a better arm than the other kids in the neighborhood and playing when they were young, they put him at quarterback. But he considered himself a running back. And when you watch Lamar Jackson, there's not many runners that are better, they have more moves, are more instinctive, aware of when guys are closing in on him. And he's a big target. You know, Michael Vick, when he came out in 01 with Drew Brees, at the combine, Brees was six foot and a quarter, and Vick was six foot. So Zick, Vick was about 215, six foot 215. That'd be a good size running back. Lamar Jackson, six two. He's a big target when he's on the move, but he avoids huge hits. So does Tyler Murray. So does – now, Deshaun Watson gets hit, but it's when he's in the pocket not when he's running. He knows how to protect himself. I've been amazed at how well Jackson has protected himself, and it doesn't look like anytime soon they're going to change their philosophy of letting him run. You know, they're three deep at running back, and then they've got him. It's like they're four deep at running back.
0: Phone lines open. If you've got an NFL question for John McClain, give us a call, 615-737-1045, 737 -737 104.5. This from Jeremy Fowler at ESPN. Lions quarterback Matthew Stafford suffered a rib cartilage injury. Team not overly optimistic he can play against the Titans, but they're leaving open the possibility since Stafford often toughs out injuries. John, the thought here is Stafford uh, is playing to keep his gig in Detroit. You buy that? Well,
1: if I'm him, I don't want to keep that gig in Detroit. I want to go somewhere else like New England. Remember, two years ago, Deshaun Watson didn't miss a play, and he had two or three broken ribs and a collapsed lung. So you can do it. Those games meant something. This game means nothing for the Lions. But knowing how durable and how tough Stafford has been, it won't surprise me at all if he's not lining up against the Titans.
2: It's awfully hard to know what he's playing for, since we don't know who his coach or GM is going to be.
0: Well, it's a very team-friendly deal now. He's 33, which is fine in quarterback age, and he's got two years remaining on a contract that turns into a team-friendly contract. But Dan Orlovsky, friend of the show and, of course, with ESPN, he said before the season even started, make no mistake, this is Stafford's final year in Detroit.
2: I'm surprised he's only 33. I would have thought 30, 36. John Jerry Reese fired in 2017, a big part of two Super Bowl Giants organizations. Kind of let it be known, in quotes, that, that he wants back in. Seems like Lions are giving him a look. GMs don't get second chances, really. Is he a guy that should be
1: in the running for one? Well, I think he should be interviewed. He's dropped off the face of the earth. You know, why has he not been working? as a personnel director somewhere, which is what he was doing before the Giants promoted him. You know, one of the worst things you can do is not, if you're a general manager, you should be a personnel director because that's how you got the job. And I would think Jerry Reese is going to get interviews. There's a lot of pressure on teams, not just to interview minorities, but to hire minorities. The Texans have a general manager opening and a head coach opening, and I'll be surprised if one of those positions is not a minority. The Astros have a minority manager, Dusty Baker. The Rockets hired a minority uh, coach, and Stephen Silas, they have a, a, a minority general manager they promoted, Raphael Floyd. So I think the Texans will will end up with a minority, but I don't know if it'll be a coach or a GM. I'm just guessing it's going to be a coach.
0: Go to the phones and we go to Timmy to lead us off of the phones for John McLean. Hey Timmy.
1: Timothy.
2: What's up, Tim?
0: Okay. We Nick. will we will go to Sean. Hey, Sean.
1: Hey, John. I my question was uh what are the likely chances that J.J. Watt signs with the Titans in the off Thank you. Well he can't. He's under contract. He's got he's got another year left on his contract, Timmy and I would imagine that uh, to get his cap figure down from $17 million, they might uh, convert it into signing bonus, lower his cap figure, give him a couple years extension. And now a lot of people here think he's going to be traded. I don't know what they could get for what. He'll be 32 next year. He's got five sacks, and that's a career low. He's been healthy. He hasn't missed any games. He gets doubled on every play since they since Bill O'Brien traded to De'Veon Clowney. Clowney and Watt had combined for 25 sacks in 2018. There's nobody else teams need to worry about as pass rusher. And even though Clowney was not a great pass rusher, he's great against the run. He was a good pass rusher who had nine and a half and nine sacks back-to-back. And one reason, is he played opposite Watt. They were good to get. I've said here that I think that uh, the Texans, Bill O'Brien called Clowney before training camp. CPB interested in coming back. He said, uh, no. Well, that was with O'Brien. I think the new coach and general manager should considering offer Clowney another one-year contract, which is what he'll get from somebody uh, because he's been hurt so much he's not going to get much. They can have but, but Watt, you know, Watt has suffered not having somebody offer them. Now, if he were to go to management, the new regime, and say, look, I would like to be traded to Pittsburgh so I can play with my brothers. Or I would like to be traded to Green Bay, the team I grew up close to, and my favorite team. I can't imagine they wouldn't try to accommodate him based on everything he's done for the franchise and the city of Houston. So I don't think he'll do that. I think he'll wait and see who the new GM coach are. You guys know, anytime there's a new coach at GM, there's new excitement. People get pumped up. And that's not just fans and media. That's players as well.
2: There's a segment of Titans uh, fans in the Twitterverse, John, that are just voiding contracts and declaring free agency for certain people. J.J. Watt is one of them.
0: Teams are going to do that this offseason, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, they are. (laughs) But fans aren't waiting. I know here I would hate to come in as a new general manager and coach and be known I was the one that got rid of Watt because you're not going to get what he means to this franchise. And so, you know, why why do it? They don't have first or second round picks. They have eight picks overall. And you're not going to get a one or two for what? People here are like, oh, yeah, let's trade what for a one or two. And I'm like, uh, would you give it for what? No.
0: John, did we see the real Taysom Hill for New Orleans this past week against Philly?
1: No, I don't think you can say that after as well as he's been playing. Everybody has an off game except Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. But, uh, uh, by the way, I wish I could take credit for this, but somebody just pointed out to me, said, do you realize Phillip Rivers has as many victories this season as kids? And I was well, unless his wife's <laughs> pregnant, that's, that's, that's not going to work next week because he's playing at Texans
0: Didn't he play the he played the Raiders for a record like 32nd time as a quarterback this past weekend?
1: I'm guessing because all those years he played in ASC West, and then they are them. He's playing them this year. And I saw the.
0: I saw the. The the stat was he had faced 171 different Raiders defenders throughout his career.
1: Well, he made no bones about it how he feels about the Raiders, and one of the reasons is how many times he played them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the Ra- How about all oh, the Raiders right now with the way Free they're ball. playing? Two Damn. years in
1: a row. They stink. Their defense is awful.
0: If they're been row, for Greg
1: right. Williams, they'd be a 500 team, and they might be soon because they are struggling, and it's hard to make the playoffs in the AFC because there's so many contenders.
0: Right now, among the wild card teams, John, which is the team you would want to avoid the most? The Ravens. Ravens?
2: Ravens? They're not even far.
1: in.
0: Well, they're tied right now with Miami. But Miami's well,
2: got the tiebreaker.
1: I'm saying the Ravens, and I think the Ravens will end up making it because they just played their toughest game. And I think that uh, Miami still has to play Buffalo, I believe. Yes. And England. Although the Patriots not playing as well, you know, they'd like to be a spoiler. And so I think the Ravens, and I wouldn't want to play them because they've made for bad weather. They can run the ball, and you never know what Lamar Jackson is going to be able to do. And they've got a good enough defense, and they have a great kicking game.
0: You didn't say the Colts. Uh, with DeForest Buckner, they are a different team than without. We saw that firsthand here in Nashville versus what we saw in Indianapolis.
1: Yeah, I saw DeForest Buckner here, and they were lucky to beat the Texans when the Texans fumbled a snap at the two-yard line, or they would have beaten the Colts. Now, I, told you I they think were the Colts work. will beat the hell out of them in this game in Indianapolis. But yeah. the Colts didn't impress me. They didn't score in the second half. They had a safety and a second end zone, but uh but I just Watson threw three hundred and forty six yards against them. But I would take if those two teams played again, who won it who won when they played? Didn't they play this season?
2: Colts Ravens. I think
1: yeah. the Colts won. Yeah, I would I would take the Ravens, especially if it were in Baltimore outdoors in January.
0: Joe in Nashville is next up for John McClain at 615-737-1045. Hey, Joe.
1: Gentlemen, how y'all doing? Uh, Real quick question. Uh, I'm a lifelong 49er fan. And, Don, have you seen a team in your time that's been decimated by injuries like the 49ers, but yet, you know, the defense is still ranked 10th, and if they just had a little better backup quarterback, Out the air. That's troublesome for Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, is the fact he can't stay healthy, and they've had injuries a lot of positions. And I have seen teams that have been decimated by injuries, but they're competitive. Robert Sala, the defensive coordinator who was here for six years under Gary Kubiak, I think will get a head coaching job because they're not going to the playoffs, and people will be able to interview uh, Robert and he is a very emotional, outgoing guy who's going to impress people. And so uh, as far as Garoppolo, only Kyle Shanahan would know that. They traded for him. Everybody thought it was a great trade. He up to go to the Super Bowl last year, but they're not going to give up on him after one injury plagued season.
2: Ravens beat the Colts 24-10 um, in, in Indianapolis on uh, November 8th, my bad.
1: So they got that tiebreaker if they had to play each other in uh, the playoffs. But I, I just – the Ravens have something to prove after what happened to them last year, after they were getting so little respect this year when they were blowing games. And I just think they would be a dangerous team to play for the reasons I mentioned earlier, especially. They're counting Lamar Jackson. They're four deep at running back. and And if you're playing outdoors in January – You need to run the ball. Colts are dome team. Philip Rivers played in San Diego and L.A. his entire career. Not so sure how he'd do playing outside the cold and the wind and possibly snow.
2: I just don't see him that as that good. But that's because the last two times I saw him live, I saw him lose to to the Titans.
0: John, I can appreciate that. John, uh, as of what December thirteenth, Mortensen had the report that Mike McCarthy was staying in Dallas. Do you think three weeks from now, that's still the situation?
1: Absolutely. I've never thought he's going to be one and done. Now, Mike Nolan's going to be one and done, his defensive coordinator, his buddy. And they'll have a new defensive coordinator. Nolan gets asked about it every week, and so does McCarthy. They need to lose out, take those high first and second round picks and bolster their defense. What they need on offense is to get healthy up front. Everybody says, Dak Prescott will be back on another franchise tag if he's not have a long-term deal. They got the pieces on offense, but they need to improve on defense with a new coordinator, a new scheme, and an addition of talent.
0: What do you make of the job Ron Rivera is doing in Washington right now?
1: Well, he's doing a good job, but if he wasn't in that division, they'd be, they might be in last place. Now they he has done a good job. He's beaten being, being cancer, you know. Antonio Gibson, their good rookie running back, got hurt. Uh, now Alex Smith's hurt. Says he'll mm-hmm. play in this next game, but I think it's one of the best success stories. And it's what happens when you finally hire the right coach. I don't think he'll take them to. I don't think they're going to do any damage in the playoffs. They're not good enough offensively. But that defensive line is tremendous and can pressure anybody.
2: Is he getting some sort of
1: traditional GM in the offseason, you think, a friend? Uh, No, Ron Rivera has control over personnel. That's one of the things like so many other coaches have control over personnel. They may hire somebody to do all those football ops things that come under a general manager like they did here with Jack Easterby handling that stuff because Bill O'Brien didn't want to do it. So I could see him doing that. And maybe the job going to Washington will be a little more appealing this offseason than it has
0: been. Yeah. And, you know, you are what your record is, but there are eight and eight seasons that are not created equal. Yeah. And that eight, if he, right now they're six and seven overall. If they finish eight and eight, they'll win their division. And aside from that though, eight and eight, no matter what division they're playing in, with that team, with what he inherited and what he's gone through with his own personal health and then all the off the field issues with the name change and everything, it's just distraction after distraction, and they're still they're they're peaking at the right time right now.
1: Yes, they are, and a lot of it has to do with your schedule. I was doing my rankings last night, and there was a team that I that has four wins, and I looked up the teams they beaten were four. Forty four and one. They've got to play all the bad teams. So I dropped them way. Okay. I, mean, I can't remember who it was, but I dropped them way down my list because they played basically the easiest schedule I've ever seen up to this point. As far
0: as teams they defeated. Are you buying Tampa Bay?
1: They no. Their defense is hot and cold, but it's real good. The offense is hot and cold. You know, Gronk has not turned out to be what he used to be, what we thought he could be, being reunited with Tom Brady. But maybe if they win a game. But right now, I just don't see them. Now, New Orleans just got beat by Philadelphia. You know, Green Bay and New Orleans seem to be the class of the NFC. I do not see Tampa Bay beating one of those teams now. The Saints, if they play them, they have to beat them three times. That's rare. But uh, I don't think they're on a the par with the Packers or the Saints.
2: They throw deep too much, John. I mean, I understand it's that's what Arians does. He's going to scale it back a little bit with the quarterback that you have and the way he's won and meet him in the middle.
1: I think before Brady comes back next year, they're going to have to have a meeting of the minds, assuming Arians is back next season, because – say they, they'll get in the playoffs, but what if they go out in the first get first round? That's certainly not what the Glazer family or GM Jason Light expected when he gave Brady a two-year contract and uh, brought in Gronk for him. But that would be a really disappointing season for them. And uh, But they're fascinating. I can't wait to see them in the playoffs. So every time Brady plays, I'm kind of mesmerized that a guy his age is still doing it.
0: Yeah, I agree. You know, th- I asked that at eight and five because there's a chance, there's a strong chance they can get to eleven and five um, with their upcoming opponents. So, so they've got Atlanta twice over the next three weeks to finish the season, including this week, and then in between they have Detroit. So, they should
1: finish eleven and five, and yeah, and uh, I don't know. Will that be good enough to get them a game at home? I can't remember. Yeah, because they went no. They'd be a wild-card team, so they'd have to go on the road. I just – they have not been consistently impressive enough for a week and go, yeah, they're definitely going to win on the road.
0: But if they get the five seed as a wild-card, they're going to the NFC East, so they would go to Washington.
1: Well, Washington could sure get after Brady, I can tell you that, with that defensive line, but I don't see Alex Smith scoring many points. Washington just had two touchdowns by its defense. And none, no quarterback touchdown passes with Alex Smith. That is rare, and they won decisively. So their defense, especially their line, is tremendous. And I can see those guys getting all over Brady.
0: Yeah, you know what? Where they are right now is where they don't want to be. Right now, they're the sixth seed, and the six plays the three, which right now are the L.A. Rams. You don't want to travel out there and play the Rams. Number
1: one defense in the NFL, fifth number five offense in the NFL. The only thing they haven't done is they got swept by the 49ers, but their defense is playing great.
0: John, thank you as always. Happy holidays to you, and we will preview NFL Week 15 with you on Friday.
1: I look forward to it, guys. Thank you very much as always.